0: what is one of the most important works on earth that's what we're going to be talking about and we're going to just enjoy ourselves in the scripture you know we can tune in and spend a lot of time studying but there's some key things that we need to understand of what is important to grow in god and that's what we want to be looking at so father we want to thank you for this day Father, we rejoice that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We rejoice that you have given us life and life more abundantly. And it doesn't matter what we face. It doesn't matter what life throws at us. You are able, that we can trust in you. We can trust in you. We don't have to lean on our own understanding, but in all of our ways, We acknowledge you. And Father, as we come together tonight, we want to be in that place where we acknowledge you. So we want to break the assignments of Hasatan. We break the assignments of the enemy. And we say, Father, will you make a way even where there is no way? We we know it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your Spirit. And as we come together corporately right now on this live feed, I ask you, Father, to move mountains. I ask you, Father, to bring transformation that uh, you will break the assignments of the enemy and we will see the victory of God established within our lives. So we trust you. We love you with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with everything that is within us. We love you, Father, in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I've got the glasses and uh, I'll have to use them. Got good news. I went to the opticians this week uh, to get fitted for proper glasses so that I can actually see. A lot better you know it's getting to that age of life where you just you know it's like goodness me what's going on I have to print things out on my iPad just so that I can make it larger to see it but anyway it's I've been resisting this glasses thing for a couple of years and it's about time now we get uh, <laughs> we get to the place where we can see what we are reading so you know like I said tonight I want us to be talking about the work and the importance of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it's not about what we do, what our work uh, and, and the things that we do, but it's the work of the Ruach HaKodesh. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the most important work that's going on in the earth today. And whatever we do for the kingdom... That's the only thing that counts. So we want to be applying ourselves to the kingdom um, uh, calling that's on our life. You know, what are the gifts and the callings that the Father has placed within you? If we don't understand our identity and who we are in Him, then what we'll do is we'll start shaping from the foundation of religion. And we have got to uh, harness (laughs) everything within this world and make it subject uh, to the Word of God. We cannot just flow with the things, you know, that that we think is right within our own eyes. But we want to know how we are inquiring of the Lord, how we are pressing in uh, in the the presence of a mighty God so that we are getting his heart and understanding in a situation. And I don't know about you, but there's many times, (laughs) not just within a season, but within the day where I'm faced with things where I have to pause and stop. When I look at what is in front of me and I have to ask the question, I have to ask the question, you know, am I going down the track of what the Holy Spirit is saying because your feelings and emotions They will fight against the working of the Spirit. The flesh wants to fight against the working of the Spirit. And what we've got to do is we've got to take up the yoke of Yeshua. We've got to get to the place that we are subject to the Holy Spirit. That even when uh, we are facing things within our life and we think this is the way, do we truly have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying? Do we have eyes to see what uh, uh, the, the Spirit is showing us? Or are we blinded by the Spirit? Many people today spend so much time looking at what religion has to offer because religion can be so comforting. It can be so nice. It's, it can be like, well, I don't have to study the Word, I can just listen to what Jewish rabbis have to say. And let me tell you something what did Yeshua say? He said, don't follow uh, the blind, because if you follow the blind, the blind will lead the blind directly into the ditch. We need to follow the Holy Spirit, the words of the Spirit. So just because they can come up with theological genius statements and so on and so forth and interpretations we've got to ask ourselves the question is this truly the interpretation by the Spirit if someone is not following Yeshua should we be following them should we be listening to them if they deny the Messiah how can we follow the wisdom that's coming forth from their mouth when it clearly says within the word That if we are not in Messiah, we are not in the Father. And we are separated from Him. And, you know, a good idea might come to pass. A God idea will come to pass. And we've got to press through in the Spirit. So we're going to go to one of my favorite chapters. And, you know, we talked about John chapter 14 last week when we are dealing with trouble. And today I want us to be looking at John chapter 16 um, so let's turn to John chapter 16. We're going to read from verse uh, 6. Because I have said these things to you, you are filled with grief. And, you know, what what things is he saying? Let's just go back to verse 1, actually. <clears throat> verse 1 of 16. All this I have told you so that you will not go astray. So these are key things to stop us going astray. These are very important Number two, they will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, a time is coming when anyone who kills you will think that he is offering service to Elohim. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when the time comes, you will remember that I warned you. I did not tell you this at first because I was with you. Now I am going to him who sent me, yet none of you are asking me where are you going? because I have said these things, you are filled with grief there's a changing, a shifting that's taken place for the disciples yeshua says i am i'm I'm leaving, but you know he's making it clear, listen, remain in me, and I will remain in you. This is about bearing much fruit that we show ourselves to be the disciples of God, We must be those who know what it truly means to walk in the love of God. This is how we will be known to the world because of the love that we have for one another and the love that we have in the Spirit. So in verse 7 it says, But I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment in regard to sin. Because men did not believe in me. In regard to righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And in regard to judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine, and make it known to you. So what do we see? When the Spirit, verse 13, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. We know that the knowing of the truth sets us free. And, you know, we're very challenged when we spend time in the Word, when we get up in the morning. And uh, for me, I like to spend time in the morning in the in the Scriptures and really press in. And, you know, in today's age, there's so much uh, competition in your mind. There's so many uh, opportunities for diversions to take place. You know, how are we going to spend time studying the Word? Are we just going to study the Scriptures on its own and listen? Or are we going to study along with another teacher are we going to study using a book and you know I want to encourage you as we are growing in discipleship we want to get to the place where we can come aside in the presence of Jehovah just with the scriptures not with anything else just come aside and meditate on the word and listen for the voice of the Spirit because we need to master the voice of the spirit we have to know the difference between the voice of our conscience the voice of the devil and the voice of the spirit we've got to get to that place where we are being fine-tuned in the presence of Yehovah but when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth and this is what's very important sometimes you can be anxious about how much information you know because you are trying to get breakthrough within your life and listen we are not called to go out in pursuit of the wisdom of God just to you know have more knowledge and more understanding for our own personal journey no we are called to submit our ways to God so that we can be in pursuit of him because it's not my will but it's your will be done our father which art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen hallelujah your kingdom come your will be done I want us to get to the place that Every time we come into the presence of Yahovah, we're not thinking about ourselves, but we're thinking about applying ourselves to the purposes and will of God. And this equipping that we are seeing concerning the Ruach HaKodesh, concerning His Spirit, we're seeing in this chapter is very important in John chapter 14, 15, and 16. It's vitally important that we understand that the greatest guide we can have is the guide of the Spirit. Now, in Jeremiah chapter 31, we have some pretty uh, awesome scriptures about the new covenant, but I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 8, and we're going to read a little bit of what it says here in Hebrews chapter 8 from verse 8. And I just want us to, you know, I'm really just referring to Jeremiah chapter 31. 31 but let's read it from Hebrews 8 it says 8 8 it says but Elohim found fault with the people and said the time is coming declares Jehovah when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah it doesn't just say with the house of Judah and today we live in a day where we have the messianic world they're preaching replacement theology Every time they see Israel they say that's concerning Judah and you know no wonder we've got Christianity confused because there is two houses it's the house of Israel and it's the house of Judah and the gospel of the kingdom is about establishing the two houses into one house as as they come together but we see today you know, in the Mercianic world and in the Christian world, they see a separation where the messianic world will tell uh, believers in Yeshua, Christians, they'll say, you know, you don't have to follow um, the, the feasts because these are the feasts of the Jews. You're a Gentile. You don't have to do these things. And they set up a separation of another form of replacement theology, not that the church has replaced Israel. But everything that's concerning Israel, they apply to Judah, and they stop, they block the Christian world from seeing their true identity. And it's not by any fault of theirs, because what has happened? They've been brought up, and this is what they've been taught. But as we go back to Scripture, the revelation that we can see in the Scripture, you will find literally thousands of of Scriptures and references Concerning Israel and concerning Judah and this is the gospel that Yeshua taught. It's the gospel of the kingdom It's not the gospel of salvation. Pray this prayer after me Everything we see within the pages of the scripture is all about the kingdom It's all about the reign of Yahovah manifesting on this earth. So it doesn't matter from where you're coming from. uh, You know, we've just got to get to that place where we get the order of the Scripture, uh, you know, correct, especially when it's concerning Israel and Judah. Verse 9 It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt because they did not remain faithful to my covenant and I turned away from them, declares Yehovah. And what's important about what we see here is we see that, you know, the Father is saying that they didn't remain faithful from the covenant. Who? The house of Judah and the house of Israel. And we see in Jeremiah chapter 3, we see the divorce. Let's just turn there quickly. Uh, I've got uh, that uh, a marker in there, but let's just go to Jeremiah chapter 3. And look, it's important we go through these things just so we understand. I know we've got new people uh, that join us. On an ongoing basis people who are hearing these things for the first time but what we see within the scripture we see that in verse 8 of Jeremiah chapter 3 I gave faithless Israel her certificate of divorce and sent her away because of her, adulterous, uh, her, her adulteries yet I saw that her unfaithful sister Judah had no fear and she went out and committed adultery because of Israel's immorality, immorality mattered so little to her, she defiled the land and committed adultery with stone and wood. In spite of all of this, her unfaithful sister Judah did not return to me with all her heart, but only in pretense, declares Yehovah. So what we are seeing here is we don't see a divorce from Judah. But what we have to understand is who... Married Israel and these are very key teachings that we need to understand who is the whole house of Israel married to is the whole house of Israel married to uh, The father or is the whole house of Israel at Mount Sinai married to the Mashiach to Yeshua and the you know it, it has to be that Yeshua married the house of Israel and the reason I say that is because the bride, you know, the son cannot marry the father's bride. That's not how it can be. Yeshua has to have been married to Israel and to Judah at Mount Sinai because after the, the divorce and, and and where is the cut off from Judah? Where does it happen? It happens at the cross and we see it in Romans chapter 7. It talks about when the husband dies. When the husband dies, it breaks the covenant of marriage. And then Yeshua is able to remarry the whole house of Israel. And that's why this new covenant makes sense and it all comes together. So I just wanted you to see that portion of Scripture. I do have other teachings on this on YouTube. Do we really know the gospel? Uh um, you'll find that on uh, the of Faith YouTube channel. But uh, let's just read on here. It says in verse 10, This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares Yehovah. I will put my laws in their mind and I will write it on their hearts. That's why we have got to be born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We've got to be born again. I will be their Elohim. And they will be my people. And in verse 11 it says, No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, No, Yehovah, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. So what is this saying? What's this talking about? Verse 12, For, for I will forgive their wickedness, And will remember their sin no more. We're talking about the born again experience. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying, no Yehovah. Why? Because, you know, we see the working of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, do not leave until you receive power from on high. Are you walking this walk? With the power of the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit being your guide. Or are you putting the Holy Spirit to the side and you are trying to learn in your own understanding? And that's the path of religion. And don't fall into the traps of just going through the motion. Do you know the voice of the Ruach HaKodesh, the voice of the Spirit? Do you know His voice? Are you struggling with the voice of God? Are you struggling with knowing what the Holy Spirit is saying to you in the midst of the the challenges and the things that you face in life? Have you received clear instructions from on high over your calling, over the direction that you have to take? Have you received instructions from on high? The greatest word you will receive is not a word from man. It's the word from the Spirit. And we just want to speak an open heaven over our time right now. Father, we ask for an open heaven. We ask, Father, for heaven to speak. And if that means that people will not hear me, but they will hear clear instructions from you, that's what we pray for right now. So we say silence to all other voices and we ask for heaven to speak. The greatest word you will ever receive is not word from man, but a word in the presence of Jehovah. Yes, you can chase man for the gifts. Yes, you can chase and receive the fruit from the gifts that's in other people by the Spirit. Hallelujah. That's a blessing. But if you spend all your time in pursuit of God through others... You've got to come to that place and the realization that no longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother say, no, Yehovah, because they will all know me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is our counselor and our teacher. Let me try and find a way to make a space here. John chapter 14, uh, verse 25. All this I have spoken while still with you. I know it off by heart, but anyway. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. We have got to get to the place where we are discipled in the presence of Yehovah that we are receiving from him. And look, it's very important that we have each other in the walk so that we can receive correction and encouragement. Don't be a, a lone um, soldier um, uh, or a loner just going out doing things by yourself. No, we've got to work together as the body of Messiah. We're also important. If you're deceived, if you don't have people, that we can be accountable to and, you know, to to, to go through these things in the Spirit. You, you, you might not realize that you're walking in deception. We need each other. We need the counsel of one another. Sometimes you've got to hack things out in the presence of others to really press in to what the Spirit is saying. But, but we need to get to the place of spiritual maturity that we are so in tune with the Holy Spirit that we know what he is saying. You know, this, this is so important as we look at the gifts of the Spirit and, you know, how they manifest within our lives. And, uh, you know, I want us to read in First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Now, about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. About spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. We need to be applying the gifts of the spirit to our life we have to be applying the gifts so what are you doing in your devotion time how are you spending time are you looking for the equipping of the spirit to be more effective in life i don't want to be the same this year as i was last year i want to be growing in the spirit i want to see greater fruit in the spirit Uh, I want to see new roads open up, new ways open up by the Spirit, bringing transformation. We're called to be a a people of influence, you know, where we are bringing forth the life of the Spirit. So don't be ignorant um, about uh, spiritual gifts. You know that when we were uh, pagans, somehow or another we were influenced and led astray by mute idols. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of Elohim says, Yeshua be cursed, and no one can say Yeshua is Lord except by the Ruach HaKodesh. And this is why it's so important. Listen, don't follow people who are not filled with the Spirit walking in, uh, in a born-again experience. We don't want to follow uh, those who will lead us astray, who deny the Messiah. Verse 3, Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit... um, I've read that. Okay, verse 4, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of workings, but the same God works all of them in all men. And here's the key. Now, to each one... The manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Hallelujah. To one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing uh, by one Spirit. To another, the miraculous powers. To another... (coughs) prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and to still another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of the same spirit and uh, and he gives them to each one just as he determines hallelujah so what are we seeing within this portion of Scripture, we are seeing nine gifts of the Spirit. We're seeing words of wisdom. You know, when we're in that situation, we need words of wisdom to truly understand. Words of knowledge. Hallelujah! When we don't, uh, you you know, to get a word of knowledge, to have insight into something of what is going on when you don't even know what's happening. In that person's life or in that situation you know are we asking the Father to give us these gifts the gift of faith what does it mean to have the gift of faith you know it talks about prophecy when you're prophesying prophesy in line with your faith you know there's been times where I'm prophesying and I'm thinking, man, I don't even, I don't agree with this word. And I'm getting whiter and whiter and I, I can't believe what's coming forth from my mouth. And then I get to the end of the prophecy and I ask the person, is this the word of God for you? And, you know, I'm feeling embarrassed. Like, how can this possibly be the word of God? And they say, yes, it is the word of God. That's because you prophesy in line with your faith. Hallelujah. Distinguishing between spirits we have got to know the difference between the counterfeit and the real and this is what uh, you know the foundation of this is spiritual maturity the discerning of spirits tongues many people are uh, you know they want to avoid tongues because of all the controversy and confusion listen you just come way too late for me because I got filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues uh, in my closet. And, you know, my entire world is supernaturally transformed. When I'm speaking in tongues, I'm being edified and built up in the Spirit. And I'm speaking the perfect will of Yehovah over the situation that I'm pressing in on number nine is the interpretation of tongues when someone's speaking in tongues we can receive the interpretation of what is being said to the body of messiah hallelujah all right so we're going to go to romans chapter 7 um romans chapter 12 sorry So just keep a, a note on you know uh, we're going to come back to first Corinthians chapter 12 in a minute but I want us to go to Romans chapter 12 one of my favorite scriptures that we see here And uh, we're just going to read from verse 1 as well. And, you know, what are we doing tonight? I want us to be washed in the Word. I want us to be recognizing that the most important work that goes on on the earth is the work of the Spirit, as the, the, the Holy Spirit is establishing the will of the Father. Not my will, but your will be done. You know, we have got to die to self to live in Him. So don't tell me what you're going to do. For God, are we walking in His will and in His purpose, establishing and bringing His kingdom with the gifts and the identity with who He has called us to be? So, verse 1 of chapter 12 of Romans Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim this is your spiritual act of worship you know we don't just come to the place of worship so that we are feeling good no we are coming to the place where we are presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice hallelujah holy and pleasing to Elohim holy and pleasing father we want our lives to be aligned our lives to be right in your presence Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of the world. Let me tell you something. So many people give up because they think if I don't take charge of this situation, I'm going to fail if I don't take charge of this situation events in my life are going to be so out of control if I don't take charge and conform to the ways of this world I'm not going to break through that's what it can look like but we've got to know how to yield to the Spirit why if you will choose God's way you will see the breakthrough now let me tell you something God might take you through a path that you don't want to walk down. You know, there's many times I've been in situations where I'm like, I want to throw the towel in and go in a completely different direction. But even in that place, emotionally, even in that place where you just got the pressures of this world system, I'll step aside and go into the presence of Yahovah and say, Father, this is how I feel about this. But I need to know your heart. What are you saying to me? Because I'm not going to move with my emotions and my feelings. I need them to be subject to the will of Yahovah. Don't conform to the patterns any longer of this world. But be transformed with the renewing of your mind. How are we renewing our mind? What are we doing for the renewing of our, our, our mind. We are asking the Father, we want to be continually on a path of change by the Spirit. And that's why we need the gifts of the Spirit. Father, give us words of knowledge. Give us wisdom. We ask for great faith so that we can be effective. We pray for the power gifts of the Spirit that we can see miraculous signs and wonders. That we can see the sick healed, that blind eyes will open, deaf ears will hear. Transformation, we pray, by the Spirit of Yahovah. So what are we doing? We're renewing our minds. Why? To be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And this is right in the midst of the challenge, right in the midst of the pressure can you at that point pull yourself aside calm yourself down even if you're uneasy even if you're you feel like your guts are twisted and ugh, you you know you can't take it and you just want to go this way then you come into that place with the holy spirit and we can receive instruction we can test and approve what god's will is if we are not Uh, walking in the Spirit, living in the Spirit, yielded to the Spirit, you cannot test and approve what God's will is. Why? Because you have got C-O-M on your promise. You're, You're full of compromise. We've got to get to that place where we stand upon the promise and say, upon this solid rock of Yeshua, I will stand. As soon as you step out from how Yeshua has called you to walk, you're standing on the sand verse 3 for by the grace given me i say to every one of you do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith elohim has given you and this is very important you know sometimes we can we can think of ourselves you know and look this is this is why <clears throat> With the gift of faith, I find myself in many places where I'm out of my depth. And I have to yield to the Spirit. Because if you ever get to the place where you think that this is your wisdom you're walking in, that you think that this is your ability, you're going to miss the blessings of Yehovah. Don't think of yourself more highly than you are. You know, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself before God under his mighty hand and he will lift you up. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Verse 4 Just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function so in Messiah we who are many form one body. This is why we need each other. We need to walk together. It's not just about us being in the presence of Yehovah and that's it. No, because as we die to self, we're taking up the call of servanthood to serve God. We're giving up our life. One of the greatest attributes of leadership is not dominating, but it's serving And one of the key things in leadership is about death. It's about coming to the place where we are sold out to the will of the Father within our life, where it doesn't matter. You know, how many times have I heard people say that they're they're not going to rock the boat because they're living in this moment and they have popularity in this moment. They have fame in this moment. They have acceptance, and if they walk truly in the path that God's called them to walk, it might cause them to be uh, slandered, attacked. It's going to damage their reputation before man. Listen, the devil wants to rob your character. He wants to uh, steal, uh, uh, you know, the what, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the moral standing within your life he wants to discredit you in such a way that uh, that who you are called to be will not be the legacy that's left behind on who you are. He wants to destroy your life. So what are you going to do in the midst of the challenges you know um, we've got to uh, get to the place where we will make the decision on the basis of what God says, not with the decision of what we think is right. You know, George Washington, when he stood up and came against slavery, he came against all of the members of his own parliament and party because all of them had slaves. So he was willing to die for what is right and what is truth rather than have popularity. So it's not about popularity. It's about, you know, thinking about ourselves in sober judgment and saying, I want to recognize who the Messiah is within my life, that we all have different functions, that we are going to walk in the ways of Yahovah. but we are going to walk as we see that we will present our bodies as a living sacrifice. It's no longer I that live, but it's Christ that lives in us. We've got to cross over into the other side and not worry about our reputation Yahovah, he will protect your reputation when they slander you when they come against you when all these assignments attack you you know the purpose is to destroy you to break you down to get you to a place where you will curse God God's not real why because if he is real why am I going through this why am I facing this Instead of standing strong in the midst of the attack with your eyes fixed on Yeshua, saying, I am not taking my eyes off you, Yeshua. Because all the slander, all the lies, and we read this from the scriptures in the Psalms last week. We we talked about, you know, uh, our hearts being troubled, being troubled of spirits because of the assignments against us. How are we going to stand in the midst of these things? And then here we are today, we're looking at how important it is to make sure that everything we do, how we function in the presence of God, how we function in our devotion, how we function in studying the scripture, are we functioning, are we moving by the Spirit? Are you gaining information only or are you gaining insight by the Spirit? How are we going to apply the scriptures to our life to bring transformation to this generation? So if you're gaining knowledge, you're gaining understanding, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to apply it to the will and purposes of Yehovah? So verse 5 of Romans 12. So in Messiah, we who are many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We need each other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. You know, these gifts are not given us because you're just awesome or I'm just awesome. No, it's by his grace, according to the grace given to us. We don't deserve the gifts of the Spirit. We don't deserve salvation. But Yeshua, he paid the price so that we can receive from him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah the grace given to us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it's serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If It is leadership let him govern let him lead diligently if it is showing mercy let him do it cheerfully hallelujah praise the name of Yeshua so let's just look at the seven things that we're pulling out of this portion of Scripture we're seeing prophecy number one number two we're seeing serving number three we're seeing teaching Number four, we're seeing exhortation, encouragement. Let's you know, let's lift each other up and be an encouragement to each other. Number five, giving. These these are spiritual uh, gifts. These are so vitally important for the body of Messiah. If it's leadership, let him lead. Um, let him govern diligently. You know, that we're not just taking these things flippantly. By the grace of Yahovah, the Father is giving us these gifts. If it's mercy, let us show mercy and let's do it cheerfully. Hallelujah. So they're the seven things that we see there. And I want us to go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I hope you're being blessed and encouraged. And, you know, look, take hold of this word. And start waging war with the gifts and how uh, we are using these spiritual gifts for the purpose of building the body of Messiah we've got to use these gifts so we're going to go to 1st Corinthians chapter 12 and we're going to read uh, verse 27 now you are the body of Messiah and each one of you is part of it so so recognize you're a part you are not a spare part you may be watching right now saying where do i fit in listen there's many times i think where do i fit in you know because of some of the things i say and speak out and deal with you know you just get excommunicated and pushed out there but the quite but the question is are you speaking truth from the word are we walking with good character In accordance with the scripture don't let anyone steal your character don't give up your character for anything come on be strong in yahovah and who he has called you to be recognize that you are the body of Messiah and each one of you is a part You, you know someone needs to hear that right now you are part of the body you're not on your own you're part of the body hallelujah verse 28 And the assembly, not the church, it's the ecclesia, it's the assembly. There's no such thing as the church. Oh, yes, here we go again. The church does not exist. It's the assembly. You go back to first mentions at Mount Sinai. You know, there's not Israel and the church. You don't have two entities. It is the assembly, the ecclesia. So, The Ecclesia of Elohim has appointed first of all apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, also those having gifts of healing, and those able to help others, those with gifts of administration, and those speaking in different kinds of tongues, All are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers. Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret, but eagerly desire the greater gifts? And now I will show you the most excellent way. And this is the foundation of how are we using these spiritual gifts. They are leading us into the story of love. Love over the gifts. You know, everything else will pass away, but the love of God will remain forever. And, you know, we read in uh, John chapter 13 last week, if you were tracking with us last week. uh, A new command I give you, verse 34, that you love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So what are we seeing in that portion of Scripture? You know, we're seeing apostles. We need those who are sent. What's an apostle? He's the first to do something and the last to be recognized. An apostle is not seeking recognition. In fact, when everyone's having a party at how awesome everything is, the apostle has already moved on to the next work. Second, we see the prophet Uh, Those who move in prophecy, the office of prophet. Third, we see teacher. Four, we see miracles. Five, all different kinds of healing. Six, we see helps, the gift of helps. Hallelujah. Um, Seven, we see administration. You know, all these things are vitally important. And eight, we see tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see, uh, we see uh, in the first part of First Corinthians chapter 12, we've got the nine uh, gifts of the Spirit. The second part, we're seeing another eight in the gifts of the Spirit, in the offices that we are called to walk in by the Spirit. All of these things we are talking about here right now, you receive them by the Spirit. You know, look, you, you, you can't just go off to the school of the apostles or the school of the prophets and everything's going to be fine, or the school of miracles, you know, we need to receive the anointing and the authority by the Spirit and walk together in these gifts. Hallelujah. So one of my favorite books in the Bible is the book of Ephesians in the in the New Testament. And the reason I love the book of Ephesians, obviously the Gospels, you know, the, the words... We walk by the Spirit with the gospel of the kingdom and we see in the book of Ephesians that the message of Paul is exactly the same as the message of Yeshua. So in Ephesians chapter 4, in relation to the spiritual gifts, it says in verse 7, but to each one of us grace has been given. Here we go again. Yes, yeah, free for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think yourself more highly. It talks about by the grace. And this is what we're seeing in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Messiah apportioned it. This is why it says, When he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. What does he ascend mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, and some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare Elohim's people for the works of service so that the body of Messiah may be built up until we all reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of Elohim and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Messiah then you will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the wave and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and all the cunning craftiness of men and the deceitful scheming instead speak the truth in love we will all uh, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is messiah from him the whole body joined together and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work if there's one thing I want you to get today more than anything I want you to understand that you are important to God he needs you we are part of the body of Messiah so we see the five we see the Apostle we see the prophet the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, we see these uh, gifts and the importance of the gift is to build the body up in the most holy faith to get to the place that we corporately can be mature and attaining to the whole measure of Messiah. Why? Because there is deceptive doctrines and teachings that are out there That's, you know, you can be tossed to and fro, you know, why? Because they're going to come out with something that sounds so convincing, but it's not true. But we have to be mature in the Spirit. And if you have the gifts of the Spirit, if you are functioning and operating by the Spirit, you will be able to discern which way we should walk. We can can be a greater support to the body of Messiah in the maturity of the Spirit. So what are you facing right now? What are you going through? Let me tell you something. Here in the ministry in Israel, we're pressing in because we're in a we're in a tough place as a ministry in the natural, but in the Spirit, we are pressing in. We know that God is able. We know that He can bring us through. In the midst of these lockdowns and the things that's gone on, it is almost wiping out our resources uh, and the things that we need to function as a ministry to operate uh, the ministry but we stand when you've done all to stand we stand firm because we know that he is able we're not going to give up we're going to walk in the authority of the Spirit of Yehovah and we speak to circumstances and you need to speak to what's going on in your realm what are you faced with today What are you going through? We've got governments locking down entire cities, locking down entire nations, telling you you can't work, telling you you can't do this, you can't do that. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are losing their jobs. Millions of people are losing their jobs. Hundreds of thousands of businesses are closing because they can't function anymore. In this pandemic, there's so much happening, but how are we going to see The deliverance of God we need the wisdom of the Spirit we need the wisdom and the authority of the Spirit what's the Spirit saying to you today in the midst of all of the things you are facing are you facing lies are you under persecution are you under attack are you being defamed these are all signs of the enemy wants to steal kill and destroy but are you found in the Word? Are you going to handle things in a biblical fashion to see His kingdom come and His will done? Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you, look, I just wanted to raise, uh, you know, uh, I, I wanted to get to the place where we lay a foundation of the importance. There's one thing and one commitment that we will give you as builders of faith. We are called to live life in the Spirit, we are living life in the Spirit and we want to encourage and edify the body of Messiah to rise up to live life in the spirit. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world any longer, but be transformed. Recognize the calling over our life so we can walk together to make a difference in this day. Isn't it amazing how many churches are closed and how many places of worship Can't function right now. There's such a shifting and a changing on how people are walking in the Spirit. And what does the enemy want to do? He wants to get the body of Messiah into isolation. And the Father is saying, I want to bring you out of isolation, bring you into the purposes and the will of my Father. So, the most important work on the earth is the work of the Spirit, because the work of the Spirit is fulfilling the will of the Father. And we want to walk in the purposes of Jehovah in his will and in his purpose. Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. I tell you, um, we, you know, let me just uh, share with you what, what is happening, what the Holy Spirit is saying to me. Um, not that I need notes, but I'll just put things up in case I miss something out. Uh, We've got a newsletter that's coming out, and we are going to start broadcasting every day. Uh, So, tomorrow we're going to have a Zoom call where we're going to have a time of testimony and prayer. And I want to encourage you to be part of uh, the meeting tomorrow. You have to be a member of the Bulldozer Faith Intercession Group. Now, let me just get that link. Hold on one second. I'm going to send that link to the group. You've got to be accepted as a member to this group. Um, so, here is the link that I'm sending to you here. And uh, the Zoom calls that we do for prayer and testimony are private, they're not public. It's where we can fellowship with each other. And if you're on uh, the Bulldozer Faith Intercession uh, group area, um, What's important is we use it for prayer and intercession. We're not using it for self-promotion or for links to different places. If we can keep focused on prayer and intercession and being an encouragement and helping people, and it will also be the platform where we spend time to uh, just to really hear and, and listen to what people are going through and uh, if there's stuff that is pla- placed on there and you and you post a feed on there and you find out it's been deleted listen don't be offended I'm just taking things off that are not appropriate to what the group's purpose is all about so uh, when, when we send the links for the zoom call which you will find on there I'll just go down to that zoom call um, the time we have for the zoom call let's have a look it 30 3.30pm Israel time tomorrow that's 9.30am east coast one thirty in the UK on a Sunday afternoon um, I don't know what that time is in Australia and New Zealand but just look at the time zones um, you know if you work it out from 1.30pm in the UK work out what time it is in your country and I hope you will join with us Um, and you know on zoom if you haven't got zoom just download it as an app onto your phone or onto your computer you don't have to pay for it it's free you can join with us and uh, spend time on that call so that's how we're going to do the interaction we're also going to be broadcasting every day our focus is that we have one life and i'm calling this season and in this uh daily broadcast uh, season that we're going through it's called one life make it count and you know the, info, the the focus of where we're heading is getting back to the fruit so many people are stuck on the roots of what our faith is that we are failing to understand the importance to be fruitful that we are called to be fruitful showing ourselves to be his disciples we're going to be dealing with things like passion how to walk in the passion that God has given you without dilution what does the enemy want to do he wants to dilute you down so you can't function so we're going to be leaving things behind we're going to be talking about um, it's not about giving up it's about growing up and you know We're not going to have a set time like we did before. It's just going to be whenever the Father says record, that's when we're going to record. Uh, So if you don't get it live, you can catch up with it later at any time. Why? Because we want to be led by the Spirit, you know. And every day we're just going to broadcast in this way. And I really believe that it is going to be an equipping time, especially over these next couple of months, over November and December. Yes, we're standing in the gap for the U.S. elections as well. So if you're American, we just want you to know that we are praying for you. And we will be standing together as a ministry, as a group over what's going on in the USA. It is very crucial uh, to what's going on in the world, um, to the decisions that will be made through the elections. So we will be standing in prayer for that as well. So anyway, our focus is one life, make it count. The enemy wants to dilute your passions and destroy the gifts that God has given you so you can't function uh, in the way that you're called to function. So we want to be fine-tuned in the spirit to be effective for his kingdom. So these are some of the things that we're going to be doing. I'm looking forward to uh, being uh, in the studio every single day. Stand in the gap and pray for the ministry here in Israel and what we do internationally. We do not have the resources that we need to function as a ministry but we have a great God and we are just asking Father bring in the finances that we need for this ministry. Equip this ministry to be effective. If we don't see things happen very quickly, you know, we will be packing up the studios and uh, reducing our overheads and anything that we need to do to be aligned. That's not what I want us to be doing but, you know, if we, if we have to get to that, that's what we will do, you know. But I believe that the Father's going to make a way. He's going to bring in the provision that we need to do uh, the work of ministry here in the land of Israel and in Kassaria. So stand in the gap and pray for us, for the studios and, and everything that we are able to meet uh, the bills and the payments coming in, even in the midst of all of this shutdown and the pandemic that we are facing. Hallelujah. So, Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you that your word is alive. And we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to be our counselor, to be our teacher, to equip us by your spirit so that we can be effective for the body of Messiah, that we can do the will of the Father here on earth. And, Father, we need each other. And we just ask, Father, you bind us together with cords that cannot be broken, that we will recognize the importance of the body of Messiah, that we will not be in our little corner, you're in your little corner, but we can walk together and we can find ways that we can walk in agreement together so that we can be effective for the kingdom. So, Father, I thank you for the word. I pray, Father, that your word will bear fruit within the lives of those who, who are listening and we ask all this in Yeshua's name hallelujah if you look at the header you will see my email address if you've got testimonies you want to share with us on what the father is doing in your life remember tomorrow come along and let's share testimony but if you want to write testimonies or you have prayer requests and you don't want to post it on the intercessory group you can write to us privately And we will stand in the gap and commit to praying for you through whatever you're going through. If you need a phone call or someone to talk to, we are here to support you. We're going to start our calls again as well uh, to be a support uh, for those that need counselling and prayer. So that's available as well. Uh, You will also see in the the header and the, 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 the title on YouTube and also Facebook... It, you'll see the ways to give you can go to Bulldozer Faith if you're listening by podcast bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give uh, my email address if you're listening by podcast it's kenny k-e-n-m-y at bulldozerfaith.com and that email will get to me and we will stand in the gap and pray for you so just give us shout out right now you know give us thumbs up right now uh, on facebook I'm not getting all the feeds on Facebook right now, but um, I will go back and I'll see those feeds. So if you're watching right now, just give us thumbs up right now. I want to encourage you, please share this message with others that we can encourage people. It's not about building knowledge, but it's about growing in the spirit. So uh, share it with others. And um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Remember, we've got the times, 3.30 Israel time. Look forward to seeing you then. And uh, we're going to have a great time on the Zoom call as we fellowship together. Until next time, shalom, shalom for those who are still in Shabbat. I don't think many of us are in Shabbat right now, but um, Shabbat shalom or Shavua Tov. Have a great week and look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Okay, blessings in Yeshua. Hallelujah. Amen.